Hey, in this week's episode of Indie Liga, we've got some dangers of hitchhiking to Plymouth chat, getting tickets off your heroes, some Scottish football, Ross County, capitalism in football, Meza Ozil, loads of stuff. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, so me and a buddy, well, I was 15 at the time and he was a bit older, and we hitchhiked down to Plymouth Argyle to watch Preston play away at Plymouth. And I had to skive off school to do this. And we went on the motorway on the Friday night and hitchhiked all the way down. And there was some fucking characters. There was one who was in the army who wasn't wearing his uh, uniform because he was worried about being killed by the IRA. There's another bloke, 100 miles an hour, driving down the motorway. And he keeps veering to his left and correcting himself. Veering to the left. And my mate said, he says, are you all right, mate? He said, yeah, I'm right. I've just had a skimful. So he's pissed up drunk, <laughs> driving down. He's like, fucking hell. And we arrived maybe about 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning in Plymouth. And then you've kind of figured, this is pre, obviously, pre-Google uh, Maps days. Fucking hell, now what? And um, got on a bus, asking around, which bus goes to the stadium? Okay. Got on the bus, and people could hear us were from Preston with our accents. And everyone was super friendly on the bus, really, really nice. And, um, oh, you come down from Preston, blah, blah, blah. I still got a, a soft spot for Plymouth just based on that trip. And mm. arrive at the ground. Obviously, we had no money whatsoever. And our plan was to wait outside the ground for the Preston North End team coach to arrive and beg for tickets. So the North End coach arrives and we're like, oh, you know, we're North End fans, it's shut down. And they're all kind of like not bothered. And a few weeks before, we'd sold Warren Joyce from Preston to Plymouth Argyle for 250000 which then is, that's some serious wedge. And he'd gone to Plymouth. I think Sam, um, Peter Shilton was the manager. 1992, anyway. And then he's behind this fence, inside the guy. He says, hey, lads, lads, come here. So we walk over. Here, lads, here's a couple of tickets for you. And he just gave us a couple of tickets and passed it through the fence. Since the, Warren Joyce... Top bloke, and we went in. He went to he went to Preston from Bolton, I think. I, it could it, 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 I think he's another player that, apart from Plymouth, is one of those that did a tour of the Northwest clubs. Yeah, and he was Man yeah. United uh, youth team manager for years, and yeah. really was in, involved in the development of a lot of their very good players. So we yeah. <clears throat> anyway, we go in. It's big crowd, but dis- surprisingly big place actually. You know, it's they could. I think they could support a Prem team, no problem. So you've got about. 15,000, 20,000 of them. And you've got, we've got behind the goal about 12 of us. And we're all, we've got the whole stand to ourselves, running about, having a laugh. And then all the (laughs) fans start singing something about, we don't like Exeter. And they're all like, in this West Coast, we don't like Exeter. And then we all start taking the piss. Whoa, my tractor's broken. Whoa. And then halfway through the second half, this bloke up in the stand to our lefts, He's wearing a jacket. He stands up, hey, starts shouting at us, opens his jacket, Preston North End sock. You can all fuck off. You can see like uh, police and stewards swarming through, forming a line through the fans, like trying to get to him. And they got to him and, well, yeah, I'm not sure it ended well for him. And we got beat 4-0, 4-0. And Gareth Ainsworth had just joined us and he was playing fullback, the current... Um, Wickham manager and the, the whoever was playing on the left for uh, Plymouth tore him a new one. So it was 4-0 defeat. He's got like, hair like you, hasn't he? Gareth Ainsworth. He's getting it there now, isn't he? He's getting it. 
Yeah. He's cool, he's, Gareth Ainsworth. Isn't he, a, isn't he a bit of a rock boy? He, he's, he's, uh, he plays for a, a rock band. Does his own band? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same as Slavan Bilic. He's lead singer of his own uh, rock band, yeah. Yeah. And Gareth Ainsworth's supposed to be pretty good by all accounts. Ainsworth, for no, he's an absolute Preston North End legend. Mm. I know a lot of Preston fans who would rather he was manager than our current manager. And if if um, if the current manager goes... Mm. Then they'll they'll bite they'll they'll. Well, he's got is, a job guaranteed. Talk of there's talk of Rangers being interested in Neil. Because Rangers, Rangers uh, not sorry, not Rangers, Celtic. Celtic sorry. Mm. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. You saw Neil Lennon getting sacks from Celtic, and I follow Scottish football a lot more. We've mentioned this before, but a lot more than I used to. And his record with that team was abysmal. They were losing yeah, against Ross County twice. And yeah. if you look at the purely from a money perspective, it's if you look at the Premier League, generally the table finishes on the amount of wages they they pay. It's almost one to one. The number one team is that pays the most wages, almost down. There's the odd exception, and Celtic versus not uh, Ross County is it's nice and day. Ross County, you've probably got a national league budget. You know, these it gives you an idea that Aberdeen's top striker went to play for Salford City in the National League. That gives you an idea of the which is sad, but that's the level they're at. And Ross County are small fish within, excuse me, within Scottish that, Premier League, and they're losing. That, that, that guy who went from Aberdeen to uh, to Salford City mm-hmm. that that was Rooney, wasn't it? Adam Rooney, yeah, and he was paid Adam five thousand pound a week. In, in not, the National he's League. He's not the same Rooney that scored the winner in the Scottish League Cup final today, is he, for, uh, for St Johnston? I can check. Hold on a minute. Adam Rooney. There's a few Rooneys playing football in Scotland. Yeah, there are, yeah. He, it's just, it's just no, actually... No, he plays for Solihull Moors at the moment. No, oh, OK. The former <coughs> Solihull Motors, I think. And there used to be Solihull Motors. And then the and then oh. the car industry closed down, so they turned it to solid. Oh, it's all motors. What sounds like motors? All right, we'll just take the yeah, T. We'll take the T yeah. away. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, it's not him anyway. It's not him. Well, well actually, it's a it's a pretty good story that the uh, the, the Ross County knocked Celtic out of the League Cup and therefore yeah. denied them the possibility of a quadruple treble. Uh, which even as somebody who's sympathetic to Celtic, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy about. Cause I'm less crazy. sympathetic now than I was. As somebody pointed out in the paper today that um, for you can call it a Mickey Mouse Cup or you know Scottish League Cup, who cares? But that that's the first trophy St Johnson yeah. have ever won in, the, in know, their entire history. So I mean, it's not Mickey Mouse. It, Do you know that there's a there's not it's an interesting thing going on in England? I think about B teams. A lot of people have been Pep Guardiola, for example, want to bring B teams mm. into the league. So I don't think it'd happen at championship level, but at League One and League Two level, yeah. it would. Yeah. And if you're a fan, and it does apply to you guys, do you want to see um, no. Bradford or Bolton playing Manchester United no. under 23s in a league I've game? Se- I've seen Fuck 1860 no. play B teams. Yeah. No, bollocks. I mean if it was North End, um, and this is not a league. North End in the championship. North End are the our permanent league is the championship now. For fucking decades, yeah. but anyway, yeah, yeah. I'd be gutted if we were playing. Um, I, I wouldn't watch it. I'd just be no. And they're trying to bring this in through the back door, through you know the EFL trophy. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. No, not EFL. What was it called? Yeah, it's yeah, had a load of the, names. It's the Johnson Paint Trophy. Sponsor, it's the third and fourth tier yeah. trophy, and the winner got, and the winner uh, the finals at Wembley. Yep. And they've already succeeded in bringing under twenty three teams into that, and there was a big yep. backlash 
rightly so, oh, saying, hold on a minute, you're taking away our only chance at glory. <coughs> Teams like Colchester, uh, Accrington Stanley, they're never going to win anything. But they might win that. So they mm-hmm. might win a cup in front of 50,000, 60,000 at Wembley. And if you deny those guys the opportunity, no, it's not a Mickey Mouse trophy, not if you're playing in it. And yeah, that's why the Scottish League took Cup. Like 30,000, 40,000. Oh, God, yeah. North End, we nearly did. Yeah. We, no, we got to the semi final. But the semi finals of that, we were selling out our ground, 20,000. Well, that was, that was a problem, though, wasn't it? Because if, if you remember in the first season of that uh, trophy, <clears throat> a lot of lower league fans of lower league clubs yeah. boycotted it. You, yeah. you saw yeah. some of the attendances. They yeah. were record low. Teams were getting 800, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. But the pro- the problem is, and I actually understand this. I guess you do as well as as, as supporters. That if if you if you are a supporter of say Accrington Stanley, and you say right, I'm boycotting this because I don't want my team to be playing against these under twenty three outfits from the Premier mm. League. But you get to the final, are you going to go? Of course you're going to go. Of course you're going. Well, the the, out, oh, the lucky thing long, yeah. so far is that that I don't think any under twenty three teams have made the final. So it's only been no. no, they're all crap. So Which they, also... they've not had that dilemma yet. But does that no. not tell its own story, though? That these teams who have wealth beyond your wildest dreams can't even string together an under-23 side. And it includes senior pros. It's not yeah, exactly. all under-23. They include it's senior pros. Can't beat the then, likes of South End. The first round of results, there was something like a 32-year-old Angolan striker yeah. scored for but, one of the under-23 But this teams. is what stinks about the no. whole thing. The lower league teams get fined if they don't play their first team. So they have to play their first team. Whereas the Premier League sides um, can field, it's supposed to be under 23, but they can field uh, first team pros or trialists. We got got fined. Yeah. Yeah. We we picked, I think the rule was seven. You had to have seven of your previous... uh, Previous match squad, was it? Or like that. Yeah. Yeah. What, when when Stuart McCall was in charge for that, I think the second time, um, we we did that. We abided by it, and then in the first minute, we made three substitutions. Yeah, three off and put three kids on. Yeah, and we got fined for that. It's ridiculous. Even though there was nothing about that in the yeah. rules. And but the Premier League teams can essentially play who they like. Yeah, and do. Essentially, they use it to play youth team players and a couple of players, you know, the the gonna, contract's going to run out or the 36, or we've just signed them on trial and use that. It's disgusting. I, I, I really, I'd actually like it if, if, it's not possible, I know, but if enough League One and League Two teams just said we're not entering, what are you going to do well, about they, it? They'll be sanctioned for that, won't they? Unfo- yeah. But I, I hope if they all stick together, then no. But 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 it, it, the the problem is oh god I'm stating the bleeding obvious here money talks doesn't it so when you look at you look at that whole thing about um, the Premier League allegedly subsidising mm. lower the lower leagues through the Corona uh, epidemic as as long as they if if they're saying with something like the Johnson Paint Trophy mm. okay we'll contribute ten percent of your costs towards this the lower league clubs. They just say yeah, They're, even though they know they're being insulted. But that that amount of money, which is negligible to the Premier League, could make the difference between those clubs surviving or not. That's why it's a good idea to have a salary cap. They're, they're talking about, but they can't agree the on it. In, yeah, but it's stupid. Because yeah. yeah. now they're out, outside of the EU, 
they don't have to worry about it so much anymore. You could introduce a salary cap, which under EU well, law... Where's the I, I think some... You've got they, some they, massive they, clubs in League One. The, the, I, the Players Football Association. Yeah, the PFA. But arguments to the PFA then is, all right then... Um, you can have 100% of a, of a salary cap salary, which will still be very generous, or you can have 100% of fuck all because the team goes bust, which is what's going to happen because the teams don't have any money because of corona. Do you want 100% of fuck all, or do you want the top of the salary cap? I, I, I don't get what they're arguing about. And it's not like they're paying... They're not paying... Yeah, back in the day, in the 50s and before that, before they got rid of the salary cap, it was unfair, the money they were getting, considering... What, yeah. You know, you couldn't live off it for the rest of your life. And no one's begrudging a footballer to play full time and earn enough money to be okay. But I'm sorry, but... And the caps were generous. It's not like... The, and, you know, welcome to the fucking real world, you know? If a company goes well, bust, you lose your job. You've got no right to earn enough money to be set for the rest of the No, life. but what I'm saying, they can... League, I mean, League One players, a lot of League One players now can. It is true. There's a... I think the likes of Barrow players probably will have to get another job when they finish, yeah, right? Sure. But that's yeah, like yeah. everyone in life. That's like everyone. Yeah. But the salary caps they talk about would mean you'd probably still be comfortable for the rest of your life if oh, you were God, hitting yeah. the salary cap. If you were hitting grand, it, five grand a week. Five grand a week, and so. <laughs> so I'm sorry. If you can't, if you can't earn five grand a week for ten years and be kind of sorted, then you're full. Yeah. I must admit, I've never really been that sympathetic to the idea that you just hear all the time, um, okay, they've, they've got a short career. Yeah. Well, I think as you were referring to, Daniel, um, there, you, could have a, you could have a job, uh, a physically demanding job yeah. in any industry you, where your career is going to be short because you're going to be physically fucked by the time well, you're 30. I've got one prime example, yeah. You're not um, going to be paid a fraction of what a footballer is, and then you've got to go and get another job. I mean, it's, it's no different to anybody else, is it? My, my ex-girlfriend, uh, dad, was a hod carrier, you know, yeah. humping bricks over the shoulder up ladders on a building site. His back's fucked. He can't work. Mm. And that was in his, I believe, early 40s? End. So there you go. So by the, by that logic, then, he should have been paid at least 50000 a week. Yeah, it doesn't work, does it? And, and in any walk of life, you've got to... You know, you got to. Sort, unfortunately, I wish it was different, but you have to adapt. It's adapt or die. That's the system we live in. It's called capitalism. Yeah, I mean, and, and firemen have to retire at what fifty-five, I think. Yeah, I mean, they get a good pension after that, but they're nothing near footballers. Cops no. get. I think cops can retire at fifty-three with a good pension. So essentially, you can join and do twenty-five, thirty years, but then you're out and you're sorted. But even then, but it's it, nothing it, compared to Premier players. And also, yeah. what annoys me is the amount of support players get after they finish is unbelievable. Nothing that anyone in any other walk of life will get. And I just think to myself, you know, you've you've done something that's an absolute joy that most people do anything for. And I'm sorry, but it's over now, like other things. And you just have to move on. I don't know, retrain. But while there's while there's enough while there's so much money in football I'd rather the players get it than than the board. I mean, there's there's something I think to be said for actually giving it to the people. I would doing the work. I agree, but then I'd rather ridiculous. I'd rather the, at the bare bare minimum the other staff like um, yeah, not what like do you call them? Uh, yeah, they, they should get the living wage and not be laid off. And oh. also, where were the players there? 
they could have all stepped up and paid all their wages. People working on the uh, what do you call them? Not security guards, the stewards, stewards, yeah. and people working selling coffees and pies and whatnot. They could have stepped in and paid all their wages for I, what is the I equivalent of pocket change for me. Why don't they step up? I'm earning 200 grand a week. I'll take 10 employees and I'll pay them wages until this shit's over. No problem. Chicken and change the for those guys. they're paying them. It's not even enough for, for yeah. one decent A, a lot of them aren't on the living them. wage. And the living wage is not some kind of fabulous, whoa, if you get the living wage, whoa, yeah. you can do it. You'll be driving around in Ferraris. The living wage is still pretty fucked. Yeah. But at least you're not scrimping and scraping and seeing you you mentioned arsenal i think uh i think that their example was the starkest of all of them where mm -hmm. they they fired very publicly so many of their um of their employees their ordinary employees including gunasaurus got yeah. canned as well and yeah. then immediately what just they were just they buy that cost 40 oh million god yeah immediately afterwards they oh they were pleading poverty weren't they and oh who was yeah. it? But it was yeah. it just showed it in such yeah. such yeah. Who was it? Who was it? It's essentially fifteen grand or something. Was it? Oh, they sound like Erdegaard so. on loan, but they're paying him a packet. No, they, they actually bought. No, it was yeah. yeah. I know. I know you. Yeah. I, I know. I know. I know what yeah. you're talking. I can't remember yeah, he his name. Spent forty odd million on on him immediately after laying all these people off, mm, including. Yeah. And actually, it was quite funny, wasn't it? Because you were saying, Daniel, about about players dipping their hands in the pockets, but uh, so offered to pay the Gunnosaurus's wages. No, I don't. I don't think it was anybody else. Just Gunnosaurus. Well, he smelled a massive PR coup, didn't he? He thought, "Oh, I can get one over on the club here for for nothing for me." So it was a bit cynical. They tried to paint him out as being like the cause of it yeah. because he wouldn't take a pay cut. It's nonsense. Gunnosaurus. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Gunnar Sauce was on 300 grand a week, greedy yeah. bastard. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I think I think Arsenal realised they'd made a bit of a PR fuck-up. But so they, they can't, I mean, I, I was quite sympathetic towards Mesut Ozil. He said he's not going to take a pay cut. But they've offered him a contract. It's wealth yeah. beyond anyone's wildest dreams, okay? Yep. But it's not like local businessmen are going to have to go bust Stan Kroenke exactly, bought exactly. the club, who's a billionaire, yeah. let's not forget, a multi-billionaire, bought the club purely for profit. So the only people who are going to benefit from him taking a pay cut aren't the people who've been furloughed or laid off. It's the shareholders mm -hmm. and people like Stan Kroenke. So in that respect, I wouldn't fucking take a pay cut either. Fuck him. This, this is this, isn't it? I mean, I think probably all of us would, would agree that, say, in the great scheme of things, that, that many Premier League footballers are paid far too much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, compared to people doing proper jobs in, yeah, the, in yeah, the real, real work. Well, I mean, I think any of us, if you were actually in Ertzil's position, um, and you said, "Okay, I've signed this contract. Yeah. Those, those are the terms." Yeah, you, you, you stick to it. Yeah. I mean, if you choose not to pick me, well, sorry, but these are the terms you've agreed. So shit. So they offer the contract. He signed it. That's yeah. it. It was a bit like Bale at Madrid, wasn't it? Yeah. You offer me, if, yeah, if anyone in life, if you come over and say, you know, I'll offer you silly season money, ridiculous money to do a particular job. And if you stop doing that, I mean, if I was in that position where in Corona times now, I'd look, what are the consequences of me not taking a pay cut and taking a pay cut? 
If me taking a pay cut means a billionaire has a little bit more money, fuck that. No, I'm not going to. But I think where Ozil fucked up ever so slightly, if he came out and... Because there was a little bit of PR battle going on. If Ozil came out and started really offering the furloughed people salaries or Mm. money to help them over, he would have won by a mile. I mean, no one would have criticised him. Because his argument Mm. is perfectly valid. I signed a contract and I want the contract to be honoured. Yeah. Yeah. No one can disagree with that. And and you could say to anyone else. Sorry, go on. Of, the amount they're getting rid of people for is, yeah. is, min- yeah. is minuscule. It's like me saving 5p a week. It's, yeah. t- it's nothing, nothing, chicken I change. Do, I, do think, I do think it's interesting. This, this comes up as a theme quite often with us, I think, how it actually illustrates uh, how, how capitalism works mm. fundamentally. Because you, you do see this in other industries, and it never seems to be questioned. Like, you know, a bank, which is making billions and billions in profits every year, its profits fall by 5%, so it makes a few billion less this mm. year than it did last year. So therefore, we've got to cut 3,000 yeah. jobs of ordinary mm. people doing, doing the jobs in, in the banks. Yeah. And, and this is just unquestioned. Yeah. But when it happens at Arsenal, suddenly it's there as a it, it illuminates a reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bigger, the bigger yeah. picture. Yeah, yeah. And people can actually. It's amazing, isn't it, them that football can actually shine a light on this, and people can yeah. maybe start to understand. Like, yeah, Spurs, yeah. Tottenham. So they've got this fancy new stadium, and they were they were charging the NHS, weren't they, to use their car park mm. yeah. for what was it, giving out food or? There was some public service going on in their car park, yeah. and they were charging for it. Were they really? Yeah. Yeah. What yep. was it? I yeah. would like to say it was it was something corona related. It was cor- definitely corona related, and they were and it came out at first. It was oh, it's really nice, you know, they're letting them use the facilities, blah blah blah. And then it came out they were charging. Was it a charity or the local council yeah, or something? Right. You know, charging them to use their car park in a new stadium, and they've got again. Money that you can't even get your head around. I, I just, it's obscene. There's no other word for it. It's obscene and disgusting. There's no way that can be defended from any angle. You just can't, can you? If you can offer me a no. defence for that, then then well done. The only you can only offer a defence for that if you're a cockroach or a lizard. Then then you might be able to say, oh yeah, all right, then this is why I did it. Or if you're a fucking sociopath. Yeah, but it is. It is defensible if if you're a believer in if if you're an absolute believer in the neoliberal capitalist yeah. model because it's it's only another form of rentier capitalism. Yeah, I, I own this piece of capital, and if you want if you want to borrow it, you have to pay for it. Well, then you're not a human being. It's the market. In my eyes. They, they can get it cheaper somewhere else. Then they'll yeah. do that. But, yeah, yeah. but in a in a in a public okay. service in un. It's not un- unprecedented, but we haven't had this for a hundred years, and in then the world was a completely different place post World War One. These are they are unprecedented times. People are in desperate need, and to charge pe- local uh, yeah. local authorities for using a car park to do good, I believe it was food parcels, but I'd have to check. I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, is obscene, and, and to me, it's not human. You, you if your humanity's not there, what makes you a human being? Well, then what are you? To me, it's just you've... I don't know. You, I, I can't even get my head around it, but all I know is in my gut, it makes me feel sick. 
That's the only way I can express myself. <clears throat> you know, I don't know. Anyway, it's getting a bit grim. Should we talk about Peterborough or something like that? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. It'd be great if you could follow us on Twitter, at IndieLiga, and just post any questions, comments, if there's something you want us to talk about, whatever. And if you want to give us a great review on Apple Podcasts or one of the others, that will be wonderful. Thank you, and hopefully see you next time. Bye.